Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, it's uh, Wednesday. Uh, we, we're in the middle of our new series, uh, which we've transitioned as we've talked about the Holy Spirit uh, guiding and leading us into all truth. And we've talked about the abiding process and the joy of that. Um, uh, all of us have questions. All of us have decisions mm-hmm. to make uh, that we typically think, well, I guess it's up to me. Um, uh, I'm sure that God doesn't care either care about that. I'm not good enough to receive it, uh, or He's too busy with <laughs> with bigger stuff, right? Uh, than my stuff. Um, and does He really have that kind of a a plan for me uh, that I'm supposed to follow? And if He does, it seems like it's unknowable. And how do we even follow it anyway? So uh, people just really go to what's called Christian fatalism, right? Uh, and that is whatever happens, happens, and everything is God's will, isn't it? And um, I guess that explains a lot why, uh, uh, you know, what they think is suffering and uh, mm-hmm. neg- negative things is so common because they see it so often, uh, particularly for Christians. And there's a, a wonder of, uh, is there anything different? Uh, and if there is, how does that work? Well, that's what we're trying to work through in this new series called Discerning God's Will. Uh, and it's in the context of really our uh, purpose, which is uh, to find truth in a, a world of chaos. Uh, that, yeah, there's a, there's a world of chaos. Lots of things are changing, um, and it impacts me personally. So how do I understand God's will, and does it, does it matter, and can he overcome it? Uh, so the answer is, yeah, he can, uh, as, as we've described it, that uh, he has a will, and as as you and I talked in Luke, uh, when he said, "Teach us to pray," Jesus, he said, "Well, you got to ask for thy kingdom to come, to live in the kingdom, uh, different from the world's kingdom, because you're going to be in both places." And then um, uh, ask for His will to be done, uh, which means mm-hmm. we have to we have to ask for it, seek it, pursue it, uh, and be part of the process. Uh, so it's not automatic, and it's not fatalism, and it's not whatever happens, happens. It's, no, I have a will, God speaking, and I'm inviting you to this will. Uh, right. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, and as you, as you thought about it, I know with your groups, what, what do you see as some of the big questions that, that people are trying to understand about this, uh, seeking God's will? Um, some of the questions that they had that they're actually seeking or some of the... No, some of the reasons where they're reasons. trying to understand yeah. it or how they process right. it. Right. Yeah. I think you really described a lot of, of what goes on. I think people, um, a lot of times do just have this and, you know, and in some ways it's a, it's a kind of beautiful faith, um, from the standpoint of they truly do trust. Well, God is so big. He can do, you know, he can do whatever, and I can rest in that and I can relax in that. But in that, that, um, admiration and recognition of his power, and everything there, 
skipping the part of the invitation for them to be a part of the process. Right. And, and I think that's where it misses is there's this, you know, there is the faithfulness of God and the all powerfulness of God and, and his ability to carry things out, but he has designed it for us to join him in this, that, that is who he made us to be and part of his plan for us. And so when we just leave it all on his side only, we're missing the beauty. And I think that's where a lot of people do. And honestly, I think the church, um, not meaning to, I think the church reinforces that a lot. Right. Right. You know. um, and as you understand, you know, what God is saying and think about if we really grabbed hold of just the simplicity of that, everybody would say, well, I'd like that. Uh, because right. uh, think of God who is uh, all powerful, uh, all capable. Nothing is too difficult for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we live in, a, in an evil world that's dominated by kill, steal and destroy. And we're part of that. Uh, and we're not exempt from that. But he says, um, I have a, uh, a path mm-hmm. for you and your husband, you and your family, uh, you and your business. Um, I have a path that's going to deliver the covenant. Uh, and we're going to have that as a, another series coming up. And we do have a course on that, by the way, called The Covenant. Uh, but, Wonderful course, by uh, the way. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Um, and then he says, I can, and I can deliver that. Because uh, mm-hmm. nothing uh, is uh, too difficult because I'm superior. Uh, my spiritual power of the word is spirit superior to the circumstances. So I can deliver this to you. Uh, my requirement uh, is <laughs> you got to come with me uh, right. on the path uh, and right. learn and process hearing. Let me communicate my will, take you on my will, and have you experience my will. Um, and, but you gotta, you gotta come with me. It isn't automatic. Um, and because of your free choice, I'll allow you not to come on my path. Um, Mm -hmm. and yes, you'll suffer the consequences of that because my path is in my kingdom that can deliver this fantastic life to you. Right. Uh, Now, remember when I say fantastic, it's not, uh, the picture of, I'm never going to have trouble. Um, I'm going to be exempted from the problems of the world. Uh, so is that what you're talking about? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying that in the middle of this difficult place, which you're still going to be in, mm-hmm. uh, while you're walking in that place with, with the enemy and the, the consequences of, of a difficult place, God says, my kingdom can lead you into this beautiful life. Um, and right. uh, he says, actually, I guarantee it. And that's, that's a hard thing for people to receive uh, because of their experiences with the right. past and with other people uh, so that when people come to me, usually when I ha- introduce to a new discipling opportunity, um, and this is somebody that generally um, you know, doesn't know much about abiding at all, uh, but they come to me uh, through a, usually a recommendation uh, and they're in trouble. Uh, right. They're they're having difficulty. They're having relationship issues. They're having financial problems. They're, they've created a mess, um, mm-hmm. and they're in the middle of that mess. Um, and they prayed and prayed and prayed. Nothing happened. Uh, they struggled on their own. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. Nothing happened. Um, and so they come, and they describe it to me. Uh, I've got this issue. I got this difficulty. Um, and I said, okay, I understand that. Um, and I basically say, would you like to learn 
that God can resolve all this and bring you to the abundant life, uh, the super abundant life. Now, again, super abundance is uh, I'll resolve your issues. I'll give you freedom. Um, mm-hmm. I can do things that nobody else can do. Uh, and I, uh, I'm going to uh, give you a beautiful life. Um, and I tell them, I make the statement, I can guarantee that. Right. And they, <laughs> they um, uh, basically kind of laugh at me. Like, ah, phooey. Uh, who are you? You can't guarantee that uh, because um, what if God's plan is for me to suffer? Uh, and, right. uh, and I'm suffering. And, you know, and, and I've never seen it happen before. So what do you mean you can guarantee that? Um, yeah, I think the other thing, there's a little uh, another voice that plays in there. A lot of times I hear from people, whether they actually say it or it's just implied and you hear the undertone is I don't deserve that. I don't deserve you know? it. And so they, they shy away from stepping in because they don't feel they deserve that. And, and God should run from them because of who they are and what they've done. So um, think about when they say that, what's the reason that they think is I don't deserve this? What's the reason? They truly don't understand the depth of God's grace. Yeah, because what, are they, what, what do they think? Uh, God's they have messed up too much. Yeah. And that God, God is done with them. He's, he's washed his hands. They've, they've, they've taken it further than what, what Christ really meant to die for. Yeah, it's, uh, it's their perception. I because think. we live with, um, <laughs> we know who we are. Right. Uh, we know all the things that we are supposed to be doing. Right. You know, just even simple stuff. And particularly if you go to church every, every Sunday. Right. Uh, you know, God, uh, the, you know, through the preacher, you know, this is what the word says, and and there and if you listen, and I've listened to a lot of them, they tend to end their messages with, and by the way, you should. Mm. Um, this is you know, here's the truth. Now you need to you need to go do something about that. You need to act. Right. You need to you know, and so you say, okay, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. What well, you can't get there? Uh, well, you know who you are. Um, right. I'm not that good. <laughs> I'm not that good. Uh, and, and so when you look at, well, God can give you this grand life, the thought is, well, I know who I am, mm-hmm. um, and I don't deserve that. Uh, probably he has, he's on, and what I say, he's unhappy with me. Right. Uh, because we think of him up there. Here's the stuff you're supposed to do. I'm not doing it very well. And I know that I'm not doing it very well. Um, even though we can act when we, and interesting enough in the church, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. I'm doing fine. Underneath it all, they're really struggling. Right. Uh, cause I'm not, it's not going well and I know who I am and I, and I kind of deserve this or I guess that's life, which is really mm-hmm. the ex- explanation. Yeah, you're going to struggle, you're going to fail. And that's the way that the life of Christianity goes. Um, so when I say, well, I can guarantee you that God can restore you fully to the abundant life. Um, see, right. it doesn't matter to me where they are, what happened, how they caused it, or how deep it is. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know God, uh, and I know his promises. Uh, and, and you and I know, having uh, taught these people uh, all over the place, all over the country, and, exper- and they experiencing it, that it's so. Right. Uh, it's not hypothetical. Um, 
with all of our leaders, with all the people that they've ministered to, it's so. Uh, there's never been a case when I made that promise, I guarantee you, that has have been willing to go, that I've never seen it happen. That that's that's is, that's why I can. There guarantee was a little it. something there that you said that have been willing to go, and that's that is that heart posture. Well, you know, and there's um, the difference too. Are uh, you gonna Are you gonna come? Are you gonna stay with it? Are you gonna step in? Yeah, you know, it's yeah, available. Yeah, and that's what I say to him go. is, yeah. is I guarantee you, would you be willing to learn what it means to mm-hmm. walk with God and let Him do this for you? Right. Um, and there's a hesitancy. Uh, well, I don't know. Um, why would I? Um, it's always been this way. I don't see God acting anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, some people seem to be blessed, but not me. Um, and underneath it all, I'm a little bit angry at God. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that yeah. that shows up too. Yeah. Resenting when they see someone else walking differently than the path that they're on. Yeah, yeah. and the question, yeah. the question underneath it all is how could you allow this? Right. If you literally love me, how would you, how come you allowed this awful thing to happen to me mm-hmm. uh, or this mess I'm in or this uh, problem I'm in? Um, and I said, well, I believe it's because you don't understand uh, the truth and that God would like to show you that truth. Are you willing to go? And I'll walk with you if you have a heart to go. Right. Um, and there's a struggle. And, I, and I, I, I basically phrase this question. I say, okay, now look at what you have been doing. Mm-hmm. Where are you? struggle, pain, difficulty, awful stuff. Okay, I said, so <laughs> how's that working out for you? Right. Um, <laughs> what, why don't you consider, I know even though you have a hesitancy because you don't understand it, but are you willing to go? And I'm telling you, I can guarantee that it'll happen for you. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a, okay, all right, you know, I'll try. And I'll say, if you do it for a month, mm-hmm. You'll see the changes in a month, and you'll never stop doing it. Right. Um, in fact, it's funny as you as you're sharing your approach with that. I can't help but think of the name of our podcast and how that was modeled by Jesus. Yes. He didn't expect the disciples to get it all the moment they signed on. He said, "Come and see." Right. Come, come and see. see. Come and see. Knowing, and... you know that that was the invitation to each other to you know come and see. Just follow me as you as you step in. The, the proof is in the pudding, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and just come and see. Yeah, and the one thing that I know, uh, as you're seeking God's will, is that um, it's God's will, unique for this individual, for you, uh, and the path that he'll take you on of the restoration will be his unique path. Right. Uh, so uh, I don't even, with, you know, with, with assisting people, I don't say, okay, uh, here's the eight things you got to do uh, I just I just say, well, let's just go seek God together. Mm-hmm. Let me show you what it means to seek God, and then we'll walk on the path, uh, you know, of God. Uh, so, like for example, I had a guy um, who had made a big mess of his business, and he was he was in deep trouble uh, financially. Mm-hmm. He had borrowed way too much money. You know, I'm talking about like a million dollars on on credit cards uh, wow. to support the losses because he kept thinking ah, it's going to get better, it's going to get better, going to get better, and it didn't. Uh, so he's in deep trouble uh, when I when I when he comes to me, uh, and I made this comment. I guarantee you, um, 
that God can restore you. Uh, and he was hesitant, but okay, well, why not? You know, I might as well <laughs> try. Uh, try. Got so, nothing to lose at this point, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, we uh, I just teach him a few of the simple things that we've taught uh, already on the podcast of here's what it means mm-hmm. to hear God's voice and abide. Uh, okay, let's go see where God takes us. Um, well, his first uh, thing that God had to deal with was he blamed everything on God. Mm. How come, how come, how come you, you, I followed you and then I collapsed. And so why did you let me collapse? And why is it all your fault? You know, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, okay, let's go see what the word has to say about that. Um, And remember as, as we're assisting each other, this is what the body of Christ is supposed to be. um, I could tell them all day long. Well, the answer is it wasn't God, it was you, and here's what you got to do, and blah, 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 blah. Um, quite frankly, it does nothing. Because he's, right. uh, there, what, okay, who are you, and what difference does it make? And yeah, 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 that's what the Bible says, but um, it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. So, so as I work with people, I don't tell them, here's what you should do, even though I might know the answer. Like, right. like well, it's God's fault. Well, I know that it wasn't God's fault. But for me to say that to him means nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get in the Word and see what the Word has to say. Uh, and you're abiding, you're going to hear from God. Uh, okay, so he gets into the Word and starts to process it. I can remember this probably was the first month or so. Um, he calls me up uh, and he says, Oh my gosh, it wasn't God's fault, it was mine. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't pursue God at all on any of my decisions. And I just kept digging my hole deeper and deeper and deeper. I never once looked at, ask God, what would you say or do about this? Um, And I just kept going into the hole. And he says, not only was it not God's fault, but mine, but God couldn't provide his answer because I wasn't willing to receive it. Right. Uh, Okay. Oh my gosh. You know how, okay, great. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, And then he says, uh, Look at the awful thing that I did. This is mm-hmm. all my fault. And then he went into guilt. Mm. Um, and, okay, well, then let's see what God would say about that. Uh, well, he was stuck there for quite a while. Uh, right. It was, yeah, I, I see what he says. But like we talked about uh, before about forgiveness. Uh, but um, I can't forgive myself. Mm. I, I made this awful mistake. I did all, I did these stupid things. Um, I've created the problem myself. Um, and it was like, okay, let's see what the word says. Stay with the word, abide with the word. Uh, and God's will was to free him of that guilt. Right. And this is, this is what we're trying to help understand about uh, God's will is we have a tendency to think, well, just tell me what to do and let's get the punchline. Let's get to the end line. Right. Uh, and he says, well, there's a path. Uh, and there's certain things that you need to receive to get down the path. Uh, and mm-hmm. so before I go, quote, fix your problem, I got to get your heart settled about forgiveness and about letting yourself off the hook because everything is now forward and I need your attention now forward. If I solved it and you still had guilt, that would never have been healed. Right. Um, and and the it's next, interesting, I yeah. think, when you look at that, one of the things that, that I've seen as I've, as I've studied how Jesus healed, actually, yeah. in the New Testament, 
his heart is always for healing the person's heart before he heals them physically. Right, right. In fact, the physical is almost an afterthought. Okay, yes, you, you know, this this would be good too for you, but but his heart goes to healing their heart yeah. and to to bringing them to forgiveness and all of these things. And I think so often we do the same thing as as what we see people in the New Testament. We're going for we we want the physical healing, the the immediate answer to what our problem is that has been created. And he sees it as an opportunity to heal our heart, which brings true freedom and true healing right. um, in the process. And then the rest we get there. But but he starts with with the heart because it's so important. Yeah, it really is. Um, and he knows the path, see, of, yes. of um, I'm going to heal you of this, which is going to be the beautiful path downstream. And this mm-hmm. is this is what's next. And uh, before you jump to this, let me let me, you know, do this work with you. And so. Uh, that was God's path for him, and mm-hmm. um, once he received it, and by the way, it was it was a he had to stay in there, right? Um, and then he did that really well. You know, he struggled, and I can't let myself off the hook, and I deserve this, and all this stuff. But eventually, you know, it just and again, it's as you're abiding, it literally happens in a in an interesting thing. It he was in it for a long time, and then all of a sudden, it it completed. Mm-hmm. So that struggle, struggle, receive, struggle, struggle, receive, and then be by staying with it, God gave him the freedom of, hey, you know what? Um, I don't need to be guilty anymore. I'm not guilty mm-hmm. anymore. You know what? I'm released from that. And by the way, he understood the reason was God says, if you want me to resolve your problem, you got to give me your attention. Right. Um, and you can't be looking backwards. And you can't be stuck in yourself. You got to be going into the freedom of, okay, great, I'll follow you into mm-hmm. the resolution. I need all your attention there. And I can't get you there until you get released from your burden of yourself. And uh, he understood that. Okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, now it's like, okay, Father, now that I've, I realize it was me, I've been released from my guilt, and I understand it's now forward. Would you lead me into the solutions to this mess that I'm in? Um, and, right. and we worked a few things just to keep it stable. Um, and, and then God started to act. Uh, and I'll tell, I'll tell more of the story as we go along. But um, it, was, it was really remarkable uh, to enjoy it. And for me, see the joy, and you and I both experience this, is mm-hmm. um, it's not that he should. We get the joy of seeing God walk him down the path into the victory step by step by step and we're rejoicing the whole time right uh is oh man look at that Uh, look at that revelation look at him receiving that look at oh that's a cool step um that god took uh for this person and and by their and they're all unique that's why there's no system to it it's it's well it's unique to you uh this is what god will say and then he learned by the way uh, and this is really funny, and I'll tell a little bit of the punchline, but I'll, I'll go back uh, over time to tell what happened. Um, what I said was true. I mm-hmm. guarantee you that God can bring you to freedom. And remember, I'm not even saying God's going to save your business. Right. Um, I personally thought, <laughs> you're going to go bankrupt. Uh, but God can overcome that and give you the freedom on the other side of that. That's, that's kind of what I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, God did it in a different way, but he, he did understand uh, that, Rich, what you said absolutely was true. Mm-hmm. You guaranteed it, and it happened to me. And then this is what's cool. 
after he, he got that, uh, guess what? He calls me up and says, uh, hey, there's a guy that came to me and said he's in deep trouble. Um, and he's got a mess on his hands. And I said, mm-hmm. I guarantee you <laughs> I love it. that, I love that it. God can resolve it. Or you, do you have a heart to go? You know, and he, and he understood it wasn't his solution. It wasn't his solutions. It was, hey, right. let, me, let me walk you with God. Right. And he made that statement and he got and to it. Because he, he knows God and he's experienced this restoration firsthand. Because he then is free to give it away. Yeah. And that's why that's why you and I can make that statement is that yeah. um, it's not hypothetical. And interesting mm-hmm. enough, um, I've never seen it where somebody had a heart to go right. that wasn't led to freedom and joy and peace. Um, mm-hmm. I've never seen it. I've, I've seen it where 100% of the time work out, 100%. Right. Um, and now, you know what I will say I have seen um, is the opposite side of that in in early leader years when I didn't know some of what you you know, you have been really good at teaching us as leaders to take people straight to the word, yeah. not to not to give them the punchline and give. And and I honestly, as a young leader, I did that a lot. I would tell people just what I saw and what I thought. <laughs> and um and then and and so then they were left with this and they either you know did it or didn't do it but they didn't own it right and it wasn't what god walked them into us what kathy said and that right. honestly caused issues in friendships it caused issues you know and lots of different things yes. it, it didn't go well that's right i'm um, so leader point um remembering that yep but what rich describes here is this beauty of when when they get to step into it themselves, what a difference that is. And I will say firsthand, like I said, from a leader standpoint, I have learned that that's the way to do it is you take them straight to God's word and then you celebrate with them as there is nothing more fun than them receiving it and getting it. And that's a whole lot more fun than you sitting next to them and telling them this and them saying, ah, eh, that's for you. That's not for me. And walking away from it. Right. And, and, feeling defeated and you know so really the power is in the holy not being their holy spirit but but showing them how to engage with the holy spirit and get them to his feet themselves yeah and And then everybody gets to celebrate that's the the fun of it um (laughs) as well as the the promise that we can make and that uh if we all understood that that uh that that's possible for me Mm mm-hmm uh, then see my challenge to everybody is then what, why would you not, if somebody said to you and, and see, this is what God's saying is I can, I can give you this super abundant life mm-hmm. and I, and I'm, 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 I'm ready to deliver it to you now. doesn't matter what you've done in the past. It's I can do this now. How about now? Mm-hmm. Um, if you really just said, okay, <laughs> See, you, everybody would say, well, then I want, I want to do that. Why would you not want to do that? Um, well, is that really possible? Uh, and yes, it is. And remember, it's not a hokey thing. It's not a, you got to act a certain way and you got to uh, perform a certain way. It's just enjoy mm-hmm. the walk with God that's unique to you. Uh, and the Holy Spirit who's resident in you, which is everybody doesn't disagree with that. Yeah, okay, I have the Holy Spirit but they act as if they don't. Right. Um, and they're missing out on the privilege of God saying, I can, I can do this wonderful thing for you, and I want to, but it, it's, you, have to, <laughs> you have to come with me. I can't do it any other way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, the, one of the examples we have in Scripture is the Israelites. 
that crossed the Red Sea with the miraculous saying, and he said, my, my will is for you to go to the promised land and I'll do all these things and deliver right. them. And they said, we're not going. Um, and God said, okay. Um, it's, it's always by invitation, not by force right. uh, or not automatic. So he said, my will is this, but you aren't willing to walk with me into it. So therefore, uh, my promise is what I call potential, mm-hmm. but, but not guaranteed. Uh, and he said, you need to walk with me. And, and we'll talk about what that looks like because it's not about doing it correctly. It's not about being perfect. Uh, it's are you going to walk with me uh, and you stay with me, I'll deliver it. Uh, if you, and if you choose to, let's go, I'll do, I will guarantee it, God speaking. If you choose not to, then you are going to suffer the consequences of living in a wicked place, never experiencing what I give you because you're not willing to come with me. And therefore, my will has to be pursued, um, mm-hmm. has to be uh, desired and let me explain it to you and lead you into it so that he let them wander around for, two, two, uh, for 40 years. Uh, they never, they never experienced his will. Uh, there were no more promises mm-hmm. given. Uh, they were protected. So, you know, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And, um, I will provide for you. I gave you food, you know, I'll give you a, a, a cloud by day and fire by night. So he kept them alive, um, and, and was there for them, but they never experienced his, his will because they rejected it, uh, rejected mm-hmm. the, the possibility right. of it. Uh, so God says, my will is something, as we learned last time with, with Luke and Jesus's prayer, is thy kingdom come, thy will be done. You, mm-hmm. have to, you have to ask for that. You have to pursue it. And he says, I'll show you so that you can uh, absolutely know with certainty my will. And, and, and one thing I'd like to uh, help everybody understand about that is we tend to think of God's will is what should I do? Mm-hmm. Uh, we tend to bring it down right. to- We're to, very egocentric. Yeah, uh, here's what, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And God says, well, actually, my will is mostly God speaking about what I'm going to do. <laughs> right. Um, and I want to invite you into that. There will, there's going to be steps that you need to be obedient to only to stay with me mm-hmm. so that I can do what I'm going to do for you. Because uh, remember, it's me delivering that. When I said to that guy, I guarantee it, I wasn't even thinking and or having him understand, well, if you do the right things, you know, right. you'll naturally figure all this out. I said, this is going to be supernatural. What God's going to do is going to be supernatural. Um, and you're going to see these wonderful things happen of what God that's does. That's part of the adventure of that's, it. That's the adventure. Yeah. And, and he, but he needs you to walk with him. Uh, there's a path mm-hmm. there. Yes, there's steps of obedience. Yes, there's things that I need to follow. But his will, see, is so much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get to join him in what he's going to do, what he's up to, what he promises. Uh, and I get to experience that in my reality. And, of course, the key is, well, <laughs> I got to be with him. Right. Uh, it's, it, um, there's a... If you don't mind me sharing a story. So last, um, oh, it was maybe last fall or so, um, God had given me this vision of myself as a little girl Mm. walking through this big field. 
um, hand in hand with um, what I thought was God the Father, actually. Uh-huh. Um, didn't see his face, but it was just this vision of, of our backs and, and us kind of looking at each other tenderly and him holding me by his right hand. Mm. And it was just this beautiful picture. And I actually um, asked Emily, Josh's wife, because she's very good at, she's very artistic. I'm like, can you paint this for me? I'll do my best to describe it. Can you paint it or draw it or something? Cause I want to put it in my prayer closet. And she tried and she tried and, and just couldn't quite nail it. And I'm like, oh, come on, God, I want, I want something of this. And um, fast forward a couple months and I'm in my prayer closet again. And he gives me that vision again, but this time we walk through the field and we walk into the throne room. Mm. And I realize in that moment, he says, do you see it? That was Jesus taking you by the hand and walking you into the throne room. And in this place is where you get to ask everything and uh, get to go with him, holding you by your right hand, in by his right hand into whatever it is that I'm telling you is going on for the day, for the month. For the, you know, this, is, this is the privilege. Jesus walks you into the throne room. That's how you get to be there. And in that place is this place of honor where we get to talk. Mm. That's and so, it, it so was beautiful. just this beautiful. And I was so glad then that I didn't have the picture of the other because the picture was incomplete. We're going to, uh, in our uh, process of this, uh, we will get to that uh, uh, in Hebrews 10, which talks about that. Uh, mm-hmm. You get the privilege of coming to the throne room. So that's beautiful that he showed you that. Yeah. Uh, and what that all was about, you know, and uh, and even even that she couldn't quite get it because he said, well, you don't, you don't quite have it yet. <laughs> you don't have it yet. <laughs> uh, and see, that's the beauty of God's will is uh, it's not a matter of I should get it, I should get it, I should get it. Uh, he said, no, just relax. Mm-hmm. I'll lead you into it, and then you'll see it. Right. And when you see it, see it all, it all starts to come together for you so that yep. even, even, even the way he did it. So he could have said, well, yeah, here's, here's the throne room. Mm-hmm. And you could have said, okay, that's nice. But because you were, something's not right here. Something, I'm not getting it, not getting it. And he said, yeah, because you're missing something. Mm-hmm. Let me show you what that is. Well, that meant more to you. Right, uh, right. At that time, because he said, you know, that's the, that's the step that I needed to have you experience. Uh, and that's why the reality of life is so beautiful. Even when, by the way, when we remember we talked about be angry and do not sin. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's part of the process. Uh, God needs you to be angry at, at this. Wait a second. This isn't right. Something's not right here because I'm going to lead you to um, the answer mm-hmm. based upon the fact that you now thought, wait a second, uh, they just crossed the line of justice or this is not a good thing. What do I do now? Well, right. why? Well, because you were angry, you know, and that's, that's what he's doing is that he says he's I'm embracing God speaking all of your life mm-hmm. in all the emotion in all the thoughts of it. And of course, it's always around. Are you willing to surrender and walk with me? Right. Uh, and I'm embracing all of that. Uh, I just had a, a guy that went to a uh, Christian uh, convention mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> he calls me up and says, uh, kind of angry. You know, why? Well, because. These people that, that I was trying to do business with treated me really poorly, uh, and they were arrogant and prideful, and um, and I I got mad. Um, I said, "Okay, uh, it's okay. You're angry about that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what do you believe God's saying to you? 
well, uh, I'm not sure. I, don't, I guess I'm not supposed to do business with these guys. I said, well, isn't that a hallelujah? Uh, that you had to have that response to be able to say, well, what now? And right. God said, well, I'm showing you early instead of later that these guys, these, these guys aren't good guys. I don't, I don't want you right. with them. I have something else Before for you. Before you're in too deep, I want That's something right. to change. I, have, I yeah. have something else for you. So um, it's okay that you got angry, but the key is don't stay there mm-hmm. uh, or be upset about it. Actually look at the opposite and say, oh, okay, uh, thanks. Um, and he used the emotion of it. He used the reaction to it to say, <laughs> let me lead you down my path of, of what I have for you because what, what are you going to do now? Well, I'm going to look for who God's going to bring. Right. Exactly. Uh, that's how the beautiful process works, uh, is that God says, I'll take you step by step, and I'm going to embrace everything mm-hmm. that's involving your life to guide you and lead you into that beautiful place. Right. Uh, and we actually can look at this a little bit. Um, if we go to Psalm 139, uh, it's a beautiful psalm of God's personal uh, life with us. So, Kathy, if you'd read that, uh, first of all, verses uh, 1 to 10. Let's just start there okay. uh, in verses uh, 1 to 10. It says, Oh, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, oh, Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high and I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to the heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there, your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of funny. It's kind of what you described. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, if, you, if you look at that, you know, just fundamentally, um, you know, what do you, what do you see there as, as God's understanding of us? What, what does it say? Uh, that his understanding of us is. It is so full. It is so complete. There is absolutely nothing hidden, even the things that we wished were, you know, and there is nowhere that we can go, nothing that we can do that um, takes us out of his view and being known by him. Yeah. Uh, And he says, um, you know, I know you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know you're sitting down and you're rising up. In other words, um, Everything that you're doing all the time, I know all about it. Right. Uh, right. Uh, and he says, you understand my thought, so you know what I'm thinking. Uh, mm-hmm. You comprehend my path uh, and my lying down. You're acquainted with all my ways. There's not a word in my tongue that you don't know it. Um, mm-hmm. So that, uh, and he says, such, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. Uh, it is so high I cannot attain it. Um, let's, let's understand that. Um, why, why would we say this is what you just said, God is beyond me, mm-hmm. uh, because we can't imagine it, that God knows that level of detail about me personally. Right. Because isn't he the father and isn't he, 
isn't he responsible for the whole world? For so many other things. And, right. you know, I'm one of millions of his children. Um, and so in our mind, even, even as we think of, well, I know, I know computers and they have certain, but they have limitations too. Um, that right. How is it that he could actually do this really? Um, and, and, you know, uh, it's, you know, it says here, it's so, it's so high. Mm. I, I can't really comprehend this. Um, but at the same time, I receive it as true. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, that you actually have this, that you know everything about me. Um, and, uh, no matter what I do, uh, whether I, you know, go to heaven and live in the spiritual realm or I, or I go to hell and basically operate in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Well, you're still there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're trying to attempt me to lead me and hold me. And like you said, grab my hand mm-hmm. um, and let's go. Um, and let's walk together. And, and the cool thing is, is, and this is implied here, uh, this is usually the, beauti- or the, the beautiful part of the gospel, uh, is... Because uh, he even says, "What if I make a mistake and go live mm-hmm. in it, live in a bad, awful place?" Because I I moved there myself. Well, see, God says, "Still here." Right. Um, the kingdom of God is just a step away. Yeah. Uh, yep. And it's always I know. that. What about now? Yeah. What about you now? Know, do you want to come back now? Yeah. Turn around and come right back to me. Uh, I know you've made a mess because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're living in. It says I'm living in hell. Right. Uh, well, first of all, we, we mm-hmm. got to receive the, the, the kind of the truth of that. Uh, and this is what we're trying to understand about God's will. Do you believe, I mean, if somebody says, yeah, I'm living in hell, well, is that God's will for you? No. Mm-hmm. So you can't no. be. It can't be. Uh, God says, that's not my will. I, <laughs> I, didn't purpose, right. I didn't purpose you to live in hell. No way. Right. Um, I'm inviting you to live with me. Um, and I can't even touch, touch that. So, uh, you just walked into it yourself, either through neglect and or purposeful. Uh, you said, I'm not going to follow God. Uh, and so he says, but, uh, because I know everything about you, Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I'm always there with you, inviting you to it, you know, why don't you come and, and do it? Because I can deliver, I can lead you and deliver to you the path that I have for you. Mm. Um, and he makes a you know really beautiful statement about that. Uh, okay, well, let's keep going uh, and go to verses uh, 15 to 18. It says, My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I would count them, they are more than the sand. If I awake and I am still with you. I awake and I am still with you. Yeah. Um, So he, uh, uh, by the way, this is um, one of the simple truths uh, about life. Um, right. he says, uh, God formed us when, from the very beginning, at the in very, the womb. see yes. in, in the womb, uh, at conception, mm-hmm. uh, so that, um, the essence and see, this is the depth of it is 
the essence of who I am was made then right. by God. Uh, and so now you're a living creation of God uh, and why, uh, in my view, the, the Bible is so clear, uh, just even out of this verse alone, is that um, anybody tampering with that mm-hmm. uh, by uh, abortion because it's inconvenient um, is actually against that personhood that God just created. Right. Because uh, he said, you knew me and formed me in uh, all the essence of who I'm going to be so that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as you've experienced in your family and my family, you know, we have children and grandchildren, um, interesting enough, coming from the same seat. Right. They're all different uh, because they're uniquely created by God with a personality, with uh, interest, with capability, uh, with things that, uh, that they're skilled in uh, and things that they're going to be very good at uh, as well as enjoy that's different than everybody right. else. Why? Well, because God is active in the creation process mm-hmm. uh, of how that works. And he says, I, I knew you. And then he says this, uh, which is really cool. Uh, he says in the book... Uh, So the book of life, uh, Mm -hmm. and you look at that as things that are already, you know, planned out. Uh, He says, um, you fashioned for me Mm. the days of my life. Um, You have planned out the days of my life. Um, And again, that speaks to that from God's viewpoint of it is I have a path for you to live on day by day by day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that day is, and that path is going to be beautiful. Um, and um, I'm, I'm asking you to come and, and, and because I've, I've thought to that level of detail. Um, and he says, your thoughts are so great. I can't even fathom um, how amazing those thoughts must be, you know, toward me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where the, the disconnect happens for us is that mm-hmm. because of our limitations, thinking I couldn't possibly keep track of, of all that stuff every single day for every single person that's a follower of God um, doesn't seem possible. Mm-hmm. So we tend to reject it uh, because that's not possible. And God says, well, that's, that's how huge and big and um, unbelievable I am that, yep, I'm sovereign, yes, I'm omnipresent, yes, I'm omnipotent, um, but my heart is for you at a personal level because I know everything about you, and I've, I've planned out your day. Right. Uh, you know, and by the way, it's going to be grand. Why don't you come spend time with me? Uh, so it's, it's really remarkable uh, that he, he comes to that level. Um, and then go ahead and go to the, uh, the next one, 23 and 24, uh, which finishes here our psalm in, in Psalm 23. Uh, psalm 139 um go ahead and read that psalm uh 139 23 and 24 to search me O god and know my heart try me and know my thoughts and see if there's any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting okay uh so the the request based upon you know all about me mm-hmm. um it doesn't matter where I go. You're always inviting me to your path, and you have a path for me. You have a, you're going to lead me down that path, which is your heart. Um, the days are, are planned out. 
so he says, since that's true, what I really get is it's about my heart. Mm-hmm. So search my heart, um, and I'm willing, and this is an interesting thing, um, I'm willing for you to heal me of the things that prevent me right. from walking freely with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm saying I'm willing to let you uh, identify it and, and heal me so that I can be led in your past of life everlasting, the abundant life. Right. Um, and it's this interesting thing of your path for me, God, you know, for me uh, speaking to God, see, isn't limited to, well, just tell mm-hmm. me what to do. Just tell me the natural things I'm supposed to do with these decisions that I'm making, which, which we have, and we're going to get into that. But it's I'm willing to let you lead me on your path, which, by the way, if there's something in the way, I, I'm open for you healing that. Right. Um, and it's not about I'm going to do an analysis and tell, tell God, okay, I got these eight problems, fix these problems. God says, along the path, if I say there's something ready to be healed, time mm-hmm. for you to get some freedom on this, let's go do that. Let's yeah. go enjoy that. And those verses, for me anyway, um, those verses are a key verse that I come back and I, I will pray often, especially if I sense in my spirit, sometimes I can tell something's off but I don't know what it is, you know? Yes. And so that, that is, that is a go-to prayer for me. Search me God and know my heart, you know, cause I know he knows what's really going on. So I expect him then to tell me and to show me. Right. And I think back um, to seeing just how this whole verse plays out. Actually, this passage, I think back to um, a few years ago, several years ago, where God really um, put a thumb on my unforgiveness for my dad mm. Um, and, and was like, you know, this, there are some things, you know, you have stepped into forgiveness to a certain level, but you haven't stepped fully into forgiveness for things that have gone on in your childhood and, and even in adulthood. And I want to heal that. And so I allowed him to walk me through that. And then fast forward again to this past year, you know, I've shared on here before that my dad passed away this last December, but the, the year, the timing coming up to, um, to his passing that whole, that whole calendar year, really, there were some of the sweetest opportunities that God invited me to go down and spend time with my dad that yes, were extremely difficult. And under any other circumstances with any other heart, I don't know that I would have been able to do some of the things I was called on to do yet because he had healed and given me forgiveness. I was then able to step into his invitation to minister to my dad Mm -hmm. with true love and to walk him into forgiveness for some things that had gone on in his life. It was the most beautiful transformational healing, you know, and honestly, when he passed, I was sad, but I was like, oh God, what a sweet place of redemption you gave me that you had brought me to healing and forgiveness years before so that I got to see him step into the same thing before the end. And, and it's that full circle. He was leading me. He was preparing my heart for things he wanted to prepare my heart for right. yeah. and invite me into. And so it was yeah. part of his path to yeah. use me and invite me into that. And it was a sweet process. Beautiful. Uh, and that's how, that's what, how it goes is that, um, you know, as we've uh, talked and we're coming to the end of our time here is that um, if you have questions, by the way, uh, about this and, you know, about this <laughs> the guarantee that we say is possible and that God's will, what about it? Um, 
you know, ask, send us to us on the comment section in the YouTube or email us if you're listening to the podcast at questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. Uh, and we'd like to process that with you. So as, we, as we've learned today that uh, God says, uh, I know everything about you, um, and I've got your days marked out that's going to be led into my path, and it's you coming with me by seeking my will, which, I, you know, we'll talk about that. He's got to then deliver that. Mm-hmm. He's got to communicate that to us. And right. that's why it's, it's uh, pe- most people think it's, it's unknowable. What you and I have experienced is as we've learned it, it's knowable. <laughs> yes. uh, and it's his job. He's got to. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the whole thing is empty. If he yeah. says, I, I, ha- I know the days and I haven't planned out and I'm going to deliver them to you, but I'm never going to tell you, then... Uh, then it's meaningless. Then okay, right. well then I right. guess I, I guess I'm left to guess it, you know, or try my best, and that's what people wind up with. And we're saying no, God will get you these answers. He will yeah. show you His will. And by the way, that's the, in my opinion, that's the fun and adventure of life. I can hardly wait to see how God's going to handle this problem I got, or how right. He's going to help me with this decision, or say, hey, son. Um, I want to now heal your heart about something mm-hmm. that, like he, like he prayed, if there's something in me that I would like to, uh, to be freed up from, and I, I'd love to mm-hmm. have you lead me and guide me. So, so it's, a, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll pick it up again uh, tomorrow. We have uh, um, uh, Jake and Mary Beckel uh, will be our guests uh, tomorrow. They're from Florida. Uh, you guys and, will love them. Some precious, uh, precious people. Uh, and Jake and I actually, uh, with my daughter Michelle, are uh, uh, doing a business together. So we'll share a little bit mm-hmm. about that, uh, how that came about. And again, that was following God's will. And that whole yep. story is really fun. Uh, but they're they're really uh, uh, fun. <laughs> Everybody we have is fun, kind of funny a little I bit. I know, <laughs> we do. Uh, and we got to experience that. So we'll have them, um, and we'll look forward to seeing them tomorrow. And then we'll pick up... Uh, uh, Friday, we're going to go to End Times Friday uh, mm-hmm. and talk a little bit about the next piece of that. And then we'll pick up this discussion uh, next week on Monday. So uh, it'll, it'll be fun. Looking forward yep. to it. Well, if you have enjoyed today, just want to invite you to be a friend and tell a friend. Be sure to pass on our um, podcast broadcast to friends and ask them to subscribe and to send in their questions. Um, we're having a lot of fun with this. The audience is growing yep. and we are really enjoying hearing from all of you. So thank you for joining us. Yep. And we'll see you uh, tomorrow. Sounds great. Alrighty. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.